from the studio of Adventist World Radio Pune A very warm welcome to you This is our international English service In our program today we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually You are listening to Adventist World Radio The Voice of Hope Welcome to write to us on this postal address Adventist Media Center Post Box 1446 Market Yard Pune 411037 Maharashtra India You can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www.awr Before we hear God's word, here's a melodious song.
Studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Discover series, guide number four. I am Helen Jacob, English radio speaker producer at Adventist Media Center, Pune. Before we begin, let's bow our heads for prayer. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for having a plan for each of our lives. Please open our hearts to your message today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. A plan for your life. After a minister had spoken on the subject, Why I Believe in Jesus, a well-dressed young man paid him a visit in his study and remarked, 
Your talk tonight was interesting, but everything you said about Christ came out from your Bible. Tell me if Jesus ever lived on this earth. Why doesn't history tell about him? That's a fair question, the minister answered as he turned and took down several books. But as a matter of fact, history does tell about Jesus Christ. I'd like to see for myself, the young man responded. Well, here is letter 96 of book 10 of Letters of Pliny, the younger Roman proconsul in Bithynia, a province of old Asia Minor. Pliny wrote to the Roman emperor Trajan, telling him about events in his province. See, here he is asking counsel of how he should handle a new sect, the Christians. He tells us of their rapid growth and how they sang hymns composed to their leader Christ. Pliny sent his letter about A.D. 110. The letter by Pliny offers historical evidence of the man, Christ, and of the spread of his faith in the days of his apostles. Surprised, the young man said, Tell me more. As the minister thumbed through another book, he added, Another historian contemporary with Pliny was Thasasus. In his Anal, Book 15, Chapter 44, he tells of Nero's hatred for the persecution of the Christians at the time of the burning of Rome. Tacitus explained that the term Christian comes from the name Christ. He mentions that Jesus Christ, the founder of the Christian religion, had been put to death by Pontius Pilate, prosecutor of Judea, during the reign of Emperor Tiberius. All these details that Tacitus gives us match exactly the events, names and places given in the Bible. Pastor, I never knew things like that were in secular history, the visitor exclaimed. The minister added, I want you to notice that about A.D. 180, Celsus wrote a book attacking Christians, indicating that Christianity by that time had become a force to reckon with. If you are still in doubt, remember that the four Gospels are just as much history as these secular books. When the young man realized that both sacred and secular history agree that Jesus did live as a man on earth, he went away convinced that Jesus Christ was a real historical figure. Let's look at a few important areas. Section 1. Christ existed from eternity. Jesus was not merely a good man. He was also God. What claim did Jesus himself make concerning his divinity? If you really knew me, you would know my father as well. From now on, you do know me and have seen me. Anyone who has seen me has seen the father. John 14, 7-9 If you wish to know the answer to the questions, who God is, what he is like, just look at Jesus who declared, I and the father are one. John 10, 30 God and the, God the Father and Jesus the Son had existed together from eternity. Hebrews 1.8 There never was a time when Jesus was not one with the Father. The Father shares the same love and care for each person that Jesus demonstrated during his human life on earth.
Section 2 Christ, the Heart of History and Prophecy Since Christ's life story is a fulfillment of prophecy, his life story was written before he was born. Old Testament prophecies present a clear outline of Christ's life, death and resurrection in advance. The New Testament in his life story told in fulfillment. Living from 500 to 1500 years before Christ's birth, the Old Testament prophets had a scores of very specific predictions about the life of the Messiah. And at the very beginning of Christ's earthly ministry, as people compared his life with Old Testament prophecies, what did they conclude? We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also spoke. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. John 1.45 Our Savior appealed to fulfill prophecies to establish his identity. And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the Old Testament scriptures concerning himself. Luke 24.25-27 Fulfilled prophecies give convicting evidence that Jesus is the promised Messiah. Section 3. Christ's Life, a Fulfillment of Prophecy Let's look at a few of these prophetic passages from the Old Testament and their fulfillment in the New Testament record. His Place of Birth The Old Testament Prophecy But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel whose going forth are from of old, from everlasting. Micah 5.2 The New Testament Fulfillment Jesus born in Bethlehem in Judea. Matthew 2.1 His virgin birth The Old Testament prophecy The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, God with us. Isaiah 7.14 the New Testament Fulfillment Joseph, son of David Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, the Lord saves. Matthew 1, 20-23 His lineage from the tribe of Judah The Old Testament Prophecy the scepter will not depart from Judah until he comes to whom it belongs. Genesis 49.10 The New Testament Fulfillment For it is clear that our Lord descended from Judah. Hebrews 7.14 his, re his Rejection The Old Testament Prophecy He was despised and rejected by men. Isaiah 53.3 The New Testament Fulfillment he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. John 1.11 His betrayal and the fee paid his traitor. The Old Testament prophecy. Even my close friend, whom I trusted, who he who shared my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. Psalm 41.9 I told them, if you think it best, give me my pay, but if not, keep it. So they paid me thirty pieces of silver. Zechariah 11.12 The New Testament Fulfillment Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, 
went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? So they counted out for him thirty silver coins. Matthew 26, 14 and 15 His death on a cross, the Old Testament prophecy. They have pierced my hands and my feet. Psalm 22, 16 The New Testament Fulfillment When they came to the place called the skull, there they crucified him. Luke 23:33 His escape from the tomb the old testament prophecy Because you will not abandon me to the grave nor will you let your holy one see decay Psalm 16:10 The new testament fulfillment Seeing what was ahead he spoke of the resurrection of the of the Christ that he was not abandoned to the grave nor did his body see decay God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of the fact. Acts 2, 31-32 The evidence is strong that Jesus didn't just happen to fit a few predictions. His biography was indeed written beforehand by supernatural means. Truly, Jesus is the Son of God. After looking at the evidence, we need to make a prayerful decision about who is going to be Lord in our lives. If you have not already done so, will you place your life in Jesus' hands? Section 4. A God-Planned Life Jesus lived a God-planned life, one outlined hundreds of years before his birth. Always conscious of this fact, he remained sensitive to God's leading. Christ said, I do nothing on my own, but speak just what the Father had taught me, for I also do what pleases him. John eight twenty eight and 29 God planned the human life of Jesus before his birth, and God also has a plan for every human being. He knows how each of us can fulfill our deepest desires and find an abundant life. Ray wasn't always so sure he wanted to submit to God's plan. But when he faced a big decision about where to go to college, he decided for the first time in his life to seek divine guidance on the subject. He prayed for several days and tried to listen for some answer. After a while, he seemed to get very clear reasons on why he should choose option B, a less expensive but huge and impersonal university. Soon after starting classes, he got acquainted with some wonderful Christians who belonged to Campus Crusade for Christ. His experience with them during the next two years radically changed his life. When Ray looks back today, he notes that every time he has faced a major decision and sought divine guidance, God opened up a whole new area of his life. How can we know God's plan for your life? God guides in several ways. Point 1. The Bible According to the psalmist, what is life's guidebook? Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Psalm 119, 105 God's word renews our minds and gives us insight. Romans 12, 2 A regular time of prayerful study in scripture is the best way to get our priorities straight. Point 2. Providential Circumstances God has 
God always guides us by divinely directed circumstances. Psalm 23 pictures him as a good shepherd. A shepherd leads his sheep through lush valleys as well as through rocky ravines. He is capable of helping his charges benefit and learn from every experience. We have a shepherd who sticks close by our side. Point 3. Direct communication of God to the heart. God also guides us by speaking to our conscience. The spirit can enlighten the eyes of your eyes. Ephesians 1:18. The more consistently we practice communicating with God, the more he is able to guide us. He molds both our inner impressions and our reasoning and judgment so we can see clearly the next step we need to take. Section 5. The guides must harmonize. It's possible of course to assume you're living a God-directed life when you are merely following your own inclinations and impulses. Proverbs 16:25. Our feelings must harmonize with Bible teachings. It's not safe to conclude that God is leading us unless all three of the guides harmonize. Take Jake for example. He had a lovely wife and two children, but had an affair with another woman. He told his friends, "I've prayed about it and I feel it's God's will." Jake's emotions and inner impressions clearly sent him down the wrong path. He imagined that it was providential that he'd meet with this woman and didn't step back to look at the Bible's command against adultery. And the Bible, the law and the testimony is the authoritative guidebook, the final judge for determining a right choice of action. Isaiah 8:20. We must never follow any impression or apparently providential circumstances lead us away from a biblical principle. Section 6. submitting to god's plan when the devil came to tempt jesus in the wilderness he suggested if you will only forego the painful sacrifices your father has planned for you i'll give you the world in the palm of your hand with fame fortune and a comfortable lifestyle satan even quoted scripture in an attempt to lead jesus astray but each time jesus fought him off with the words it is written matthew 4 11 to 1 to 11 One powerful lesson we can learn from the life of Jesus is submission to the Father's will Even amid the terrible agony of Gethsemane he cried out My Father if it is possible may this cup be taken from me yet not as I will but as you will Matthew 26:39 After 3 years of his ministry living day by day in harmony with the Father's plan Christ's dying words were it is finished John 19:30 Jesus was really saying my god planned life is now complete and fulfilled as you begin to hear god's voice speaking coherently through his word providential circumstances and direct impressions you can learn to accept his guidance wholeheartedly you too can discover the joy of a god planned and a god guided life let us thank the lord dear father thank you for your love and plan in our lives we seek your guidance and blessings as you fulfill your plan in our life 
a plan of hope and a bright future. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. God bless. Happy day to all of you. Oh, you better mind. You better mind. You better mind. You better mind. You got to give an account in the judgment. You better mind. You better mind. Oh, you better mind. You better mind. You better mind. You better mind. You got to give an account in the judgment. You better mind. You better mind. Oh, you better mind how you. What you talking about? You got to give an account in the judgment. You better mind. You better mind. Oh, you better mind how you think. You better mind what you're thinking about. You got to give an account in the judgment. You better mind. You better mind. Oh, you better mind. You better mind. You better mind. You better mind. You got to give an account in the judgment. You better mind. You better mind. Oh, you better mind. You better mind. What you preaching about? You got to give an account in the judgment. You better mind. You better mind. Oh, you better mind how you sing. You better mind what you're singing about. You got to give an account in the judgment. You better mind. You better mind. Oh, you better mind. You better mind. You better mind. You better mind. You got to give an account in the judgment. I got to give an account in the judgment. We got to give an account in the judgment. We better mind. We better mind. We better broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us Adventist Media Center Post Box 1446 Market Yard Pune 411037 Maharashtra, India And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com H E L E N R I C H E S V at Gmail dot com. You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers Center of Digital Evangelism C D E zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero one seven zero four or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero 
Our WhatsApp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three. And you can email us at Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com. H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail dot com. We invite you to visit us on our website, www dot awr dot org. This is David, and I am Madhuri. Signing off at awr. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless.